Welcome to Cup Porch Confessional, your weekly Depot podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 182, and welcome back here to the front porch. Uh, it's a beautiful morning. I'm not sure if you're a morning person. I am, obviously, and uh, I love the mornings. And I love the mornings because it's really quiet. Right, the chaos of the day hasn't started yet. The kids aren't up. Right, there's not a ton of responsibility, at least right now in this moment. And so I can just breathe a little bit, right? Because I know I'm going to run into kind of a chaotic day, and I'm trying to figure out how to pull the peace and the quiet and all that that I experience here in the mornings all the way through the day. I don't know if you're like me. But like, man, I feel like I leave this front porch or I leave the quiet and then all of a sudden the chaos ensues and my, I just get super distracted. So I'm trying to figure out, trying to learn how to take the peace and the calm and the listening to God that I'm experiencing here on the front porch all the way through the day. That is a challenge, a really, really big challenge. But I've been trying to work on that. So anyway, I uh, hope you're doing good wherever you're at, whatever time of day it is. I hope you're doing good. And um, ex- some exciting news. Uh, this week was able to finally launch the Front Porch Devotional, the devotional that I've been working on for quite a while. Finally, I mean, through a move and through all the other stuff, finally was able to uh, get that done. And it is available to you at lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com. And in the search, if you just type front porch devotional, it will pop up and you can order your copy. It's 10 bucks. And uh, just a reminder, it coordinates with this podcast. So uh, day one of the devotional is, is episode one of the podcast. So I think that's kind of cool. You can listen to the podcast and then you can go through the devotional and it has a really cool journal there. So if you want to do that, if you want to have that as a resource, again, I'm just like, man, how can we learn together? How can we grow together? And I thought, man, it might be cool to have the podcast. You could listen to it and then have the devotional. You can read it like it kind of goes hand in hand. And so the devotional is a bit different uh, than the podcast. So they kind of work together. So anyway, hope that's helpful for you. Again, Lulu com and you can put in the search engine front porch devotional um, the other thing I want to say is those of you who continue to listen really appreciate uh, you and everyone who gives on uh, patreon right now um, I'm gonna send you off a devotional so if you would like a devotional you can uh, make a donation uh, to patreon a monthly donation to patreon and I'll send one of those over to you so those of you who our Patreon donors, I'm going to send those over to you. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate that. Okay, our passage for today is 1 John 13, 34, and 35. A new command I give you. Love one another as I have loved you, so that you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Um, my dad, a few years back, uh, gave me a very, very precious gift. Now, I, uh, I grew up uh, in a home, a musical home. My dad was a singer. My mom was a singer. Like most of our, I remember our nights being filled with lots of singing. My dad had kind of a reel-to-reel that he would record the family. I have no idea where any of that stuff is or how it works or any of that kind of stuff. But uh, my dad had that and he would record and all that kind of stuff. So 
My dad had a guitar, a 1969 Gibson Hummingbird that he bought directly uh, from uh, the Gibson um, manufacturer in Kalamazoo, Michigan, which is where I was born. So there's all these things about this guitar. This guitar is the guitar I learned to play on. It's a guitar I have many memories of, really great memories. And I've always desired this guitar, but my dad has kind of kept it precious. It's really important to him. And so a couple of years back, he, he sent it to me. And he said, hey, I want you to have this. And I was like floored by that. I mean, floored. I always say there's there's probably nothing more precious in our home possession-wise uh, than this particular guitar. If, if ever if the house was burning down, it would be the thing I run to first and I grab. You know, it's it means so much to me. And, and my, my dad said to me, like, look, just it's yours. It's a part of your your childhood and I, and I really really want you to have it. I was just unbelievably overwhelmed uh by his generosity. You know, uh, I think I think receiving a gift is a really interesting thing, don't you? I mean, there's all these different things that go alongside of it. It's uh, it's only great. I think what's interesting about giving gifts and getting gifts, uh, but especially receiving gifts is that it's only great when it's something that you really hope for. And it's really, really awkward uh, if it's something that that doesn't carry any value for you. You know, you, the, you, you know, then you can just hear like the person calls you and they ask you if you like it. Do you love it? Do you love it? And you don't. And you're like, yeah, yeah, it's great. And you totally fake it. But here's the thing. But when you get a gift that's truly mar- remarkable, right? Something kind of wells up in you. You know, it's in those moments the generous gift causes us to feel completely, completely grateful. And a lot of times, maybe you just feel unworthy, like, I'm not even worthy of a gift like this. And the thought I was having is, how crazy would it be to abuse that gift? Or the gift giver, right? That That's mind-blowing. It, like, it, how, how crazy... Would it be to take that gift that someone gave you and just be like, whatever, and just smash it? Or what? that would be, and then call the person and say, it wasn't that big of a deal. That, that would make no sense at all. You know, John, you know, this is the same John that wrote the book of Revelation, is proclaiming that not only has a gift been given to us, but a new command that's attached to that gift. This gift is so precious that it comes with an expectation. Like, for instance, my dad gave me this guitar, and I was, like, blown away that he gave me this guitar. couldn't believe it. Like, I really could not believe that he gave it to me. I was blown away by his generosity. But he also said, please don't sell it. Please, 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 please don't sell it. Right? And I have benefited from my father's generosity. And I want to honor his request, right? He wants to keep it in the family. He, he would love for it to be passed down. You know, Miko, I was playing my guitar uh, this week and, and I was like, this is the guitar I learned onto. This is very important to me. And she looked at me and she says, so you might want to keep it in the family. I was like, that's exactly right. And so I'll get to hand this down to my kids, this precious, precious gift. And my dad said, hey, listen, I'm going to give you this, but there's kind of an expectation around it, right? I get to benefit it 
benefit from it. And I get to bless others so they can benefit from it. And this is the beauty of gospel love. This is what we're being invited into. Gospel love. There was so much sacrifice that went into the gift of love that Jesus gave to us that that he wants us and is encouraging us and is really commanding us to honor and give the gift out, right? So we receive the gift, but we also give the gift. And here's the crazier thing. Like when we live out this love, right? When we really live out this love and we honor this love, people are attracted to it. When we receive the love of Jesus and then give the love of Jesus, people will come to know Jesus. How simple and how beautiful is that, right? Like this isn't in a command, right? This isn't complex, right? He didn't give us a deep, complex theology here, right? This isn't a, this isn't, you don't have to sort through it. You don't have to parse you don't have to try to, to study this too deeply. You just simply have to sit with the gift, with the command, and go, wow, what a gift. What a command. Why? Why am I struggling so deeply with living it out, with actually doing it? You know, and here's the interesting thing. And I always find, like, as I'm digging through this part of the podcast, that people are just like, oh, man, here we go. Giddy up. Because none of us, here, here's the thing, like, we have to look at this passage, and we have to see how simple it is, right? And, and we have to deal with it, right? And none of us really loves looking into a mirror and facing ourselves and dealing with our selfishness. But we have to. Like this is this command, it's far too important. A dying and lonely world is not experiencing the love of God, right? And so for us, instead of honoring the gift that God has given to us, we hoard it for ourselves, right? Like a two-year-old, it's mine. It's mine. It's my love. It's for me. The cross was all about me. And so we have to deal with this part of it. And I would say this is one of the errors of our generation. We have personalized our salvation to the point we dispose of the mission. Because this is a missional passage. Look at what Jesus has done for you. Now go do it for one another. And he will use that for his glory, and others will benefit from it. Other people will be attracted to the love of God by the way you and I love him and love one another. You know, people always know, you know, where they stand with God, you know. They want to like, um, you know, I wonder, like, am I, am I a good Christian, right? People are always asking, am I, am I growing in the faith? Or am I still an infant in the faith? All these questions. People have all these different questions. And there are so many more of these questions that people are asking. And Jesus, through John, is making it simple for us to evaluate where we are in our relationship to him. The question is this. Have you received the love of Jesus? 
And are you loving other people? The first and greatest commandment. Simple, simple, simple in the way that's been presented to us. But for so many of us, so hard to practically live out. Because if you are obeying this new and most important commandment, then what you'll know is that you'll, you'll be growing in those two things. And as you are growing in those two things, people will come to know this gospel love and receive it. This is how the good news of Jesus' death and resurrection has spread from Jerusalem to every nation. This is how powerful love is. And what I see in this world, and I so often see in myself, is a deep-rooted selfishness. It's all about me. It's all about me. Look at the pain. Look at the division. Look at the destruction as a result of our selfishness. Right? Currently, right now, if you're watching the news and you see what's going on with Jerusalem and Palestine, you just go, oh my gosh, how painful. When Jesus says, I give to you a command, love me, love one another, and people people will come to know me. This is the gift that we've been given. This is the gift that cost Jesus his life. And we now are the carriers of it. And so do it. Go live it out. Learn to love God and learn to love other people. I think for so many of us, we've become consumer of God's love and blind to the mission of love. We have been consumers of God's love and have become blind to the mission of love. And so the question I have is this. What are you doing with the love of Jesus? What are you doing with it? Are you consuming it all for yourself? Are you receiving his love and giving it to everyone else around you? Because when we really do this, people will come to know him. Father God, we receive your love we receive your love right here right now we receive your love please forgive us when we hoard it for our own and convict us to continue to live it out and display it to the world so take a breath reflect and believe